सकता है Welcome to Let's Talk Healing. This show is about energy healing and transformation for all areas of your life and all aspects of your being. It is created by Atana, a spiritual teacher, energy healer, and crystal healer. Atana has designed a unique holistic system called the Atana Method to nourish, connect, unveil, and apply your specific healing gifts. When you are ready to step into a higher phase of consciousness, he can activate specific frequencies to support your journey. Atana has many tools available for your support. He has a book called Sacred Inner Dialogue that will teach you about shifting energies for yourself. He also has an online class, atanamethodclass.com. And if you go to his website, atanamethod.com, you can discover what all he has available and sign up for his calendar of events. I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in, and I also want to thank our sponsors and BBS Radio. I am your host, Carol, and we have our wonderful regular guest, Saber, here with us. Hello, Saber. Hello, hello, hello. So glad to be here. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Happy to be here, too. And we'd both like to welcome in our star, Atana Badili. Hi, Atana. Thank you for sharing hello. with us today. Hello, wonderful beings. Hello, wonderful Saber, wonderful Carol, and wonderful BBS Radio and listeners and our sponsors. I'm so happy that we are online today because we are making it happen because you're making it happen. Wonderful. You know, Atana, I, I had a conversation recently with some people that were talking about different events that, that had happened in their life. And they had gone to therapies. Some had even done some alternative therapies. And those therapies had helped them somewhat. Mm -hmm. But like 15 years later, they were still like dealing with these events from their life and um, still feeling them being kind of pulled back into the events in certain ways. And that got me to thinking about, you know, that's, uh, you know, the, the healing that, that they've undergone seems like that they're still 
You know, like, was it complete? Like, why are they still feeling this 15 years later? That's a very good question because we are infinite energy beings and every time we work on some experiences we have, we have to really expand it out into the infinite. And we have to go to the willingness of really diving into understanding why we created this situation. When you get to this place where you realize you're a co-creator, and that's the toughest part of any bad thing that can happen, because you would think in your mind, why would I create anything bad for myself when I want only good things to happen for me? Often we don't realize how much of us is actually working against us without even knowing it. See, if we want to do something good, we know exactly what we need to be doing in order to live a healthy, happy, prosperous, uh, loving life. It's like we're just not always doing it. You know exactly what you need to eat in order to stay healthy. You know exactly how many times you need to exercise. You know exactly how much energy work you need to do, yoga, or even meditation you need to do in order to stay healthy. And you know exactly what you should be thinking in terms of um, feeling. And you know exactly how to apply yourself towards life. Are we doing it? Most likely not fully. So part of our being is not really fully set up yet and cleared to really fully support us. We have still programs and loops going on in our minds that are actually making us feel smaller or insignificant when we know exactly we are the most magnificent light beings on this planet. Why are we not fully loving ourselves? Why are we not fully appreciating ourselves? Why is our self-worth still compromised? All of these experiences are still happening. So when we actually think we're applying ourselves to anything, we're probably just applying 35% of our actual energy because 65% is still working against us. And so whenever we work on our self-healing with or without a therapist, we still only depend on our resistance and resentment towards uh, the healing or the transformation that we bring to the table. We can work with the best therapist. We can work with the best healer on the planet. It doesn't mean anything if we are not ready to transform. So I rather work with people who are like, hey, I'm ready to transform and I'm ready to make this happen. Because ultimately, they got to the place where they tried everything else, and they got to a place where they actually confronted their resistance and their resentment towards healing. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying nobody has experienced all just good things. Also, there's some seriously uh, evil things that have has happened to people. But at the same time, think about how much deeper the compassion of these and understanding and feeling of these people ultimately got. And it's more about appreciating and cleansing and utilizing the depths of our being and then applying it towards our purpose, our self-healing or healing of others and have the empathy to really support others. And often we have to get to a place where we realize that moment, that depth has to be appreciated and understood. And we, we all have to get out of our resentment towards life and towards healing because we all know exactly what we need to do. It's just our resentment that we don't apply ourselves to the fullest. We get to the place where we hold our uh, six or our seven year uh, um, inner child resentment and say, no, no, I don't, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. 
And we know exactly that we all need to apply ourselves to the best possible way. And we need to be friends with all of our ex- expressions, including the self, the inner child, the higher self, and they all need to work together in unison. Yeah, as you were describing that, that's what it, that's what came to me was a an image of a child saying, you know, like, well, I resent all these things I have to work through because partly because we don't remember that we put it there on our plate in the first place. Exactly. And then if we work 10 years on it or 20 years on it or 15 years on it, it's not like um, the longer we work on it, the more likely it's going to be transformed. It is there for a reason. It is there to teach us something. Whenever we get the teaching and the lesson, then it's transformed, and that can take one second. There's also a million, there's millions of people out there They got their learning experience in the first place, and they got it even after the abuse, even after, after they were compromised, because these people don't even talk about it because it wasn't a big deal for these people. The people who talk about it is like, oh, I worked on this for 25 years and I'm still dealing with the same old crap. When is it going to be over? Well, it's going to be over when it's over. The issue in itself is going to signalize you when it's over. You don't have to um, forego and, and, um, and make a statement like, oh, I'm done with this because I worked on this so intensively. Whenever you think you're done with the pattern, most likely you're not because the pattern will signalize you when you're done. Not you signalize to the pattern that you're done. The pattern has to signalize to you that it's done because the pattern is put in there for a reason. Mm. And in that sense, it's like continually reminding you until you see the reason. Exactly. And once you get the reason or understand the learning experience, then it's going to just dissipate in itself because it doesn't serve you anymore. Ah, okay. Right? It, has no, it has no resonance to be there anymore, so it cannot be there. The reason why it's there is because it's still teaching you something. It might be, it might be even that that experience was so effective that after all these years, it's still like the gift that's still giving. <laughs> But not like a book. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I had a thought. I'm sorry. Saber, jump in and help me. <laughs> well, I, I love when the gift of my past or present or future, whatever it is, whatever I'm working on, keeps on giving. I love that. Oh, it's so wonderful. I, and I know that it's uh, whenever I say, to the universe, oh, I, I think I'm about done with that. And it's like, whoosh, something comes <laughs> in and there's this huge, it's almost like a like a waterfall dumping on your head, right? It's like, oh, no, 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 there's some more in there. We've got to work on it because you've hidden it someplace deep down in your soul. You've shoved it so far down inside and you can't see it. Uh, and we're going to remind you that, even though you almost already are done with it, that you've got a little bit more to go. And, uh, and, and I'm telling you, after you get beyond kind of realizing that you don't, you're not really in charge of when it happens, you have to let go of that, like you're co-creating while you're also co-healing as well. And it's a beautiful thing because 
you know, it scares you at first because you're thinking, well, I want to be in charge. I want to do it all. And then you realize I can't do it all. Um, I don't want to do it all. And then the grace comes in. And that's a word that I did not have in my vocabulary at all. I remember Tana, um, years and years and years ago, he looked at me and he said, you need to work on your grace. And um, I was looking at him like, why, why would you say that to me? That's so rude, you know. And I went home <laughs> and I was, like, I was like pissed, you know. I'm like, why would you say that to me? And then I was like, he's totally right. I am not good with grace. I need to work on that. And it was right before my children were getting uh, older, and it was so beautiful that Atana telling me something I didn't want to hear, and I and I know, and I learned this too, and this is something I take note of, that whenever you hear something and it rattles you, and it may make you feel angry or mad or sad or just bothered by it, more often than not, that is so important for you to go there and work on it. It is that initial reaction is is telling you your reaction is false is a like a false positive you need to go and work on it and um i'm still working on it today so thank you atana for calling me out years ago i love you well but it's not it's not like saber that you didn't have grace you just haven't applied it yeah agreed right? and and you have a lot of grace and everybody has a lot of grace. It's more about the mere idea of applying it to a certain situation because we are just like, um, you know, we can say to the pattern that we don't like, oh, freaking pattern, just go away. Or we can yeah. say, thank you, pattern, that you are there supporting me, reminding you, reminding me of how I can grow with you. And thank you so much for that divine grace and mercy that I can realize that. And, and that's a, a, such a beautiful experience. It is. And it helped me shift that awareness to all different avenues of my life, right? Whether it's personal, business, prosperity, whatever it is, instead of... Because I'm from New Jersey, and New Jersey people like to, like, punch people first and then ask questions later, right? <laughs> and so I had to... When I moved to the South, I had this whole um, this awakening, another awakening, I guess, of there's a whole other way that humans are doing this on the planet. And mm -hmm. uh, so when, when we went through the grace thing, it was just like another part of that, and it fit in there so well. It was just another step of respecting myself, respecting others, kind of being quiet a little bit before you hear what the answer is. You know what I'm saying? Um, but mm -hmm. I'm still work. I'm still working on it. That's for sure. And you all know that because you hear me every Thursday, um, and you're <laughs> thinking she needs to work on her grace, definitely. So uh, I'll own that big time. Well, it, it occurs to me that uh, when we're in the process of waking up and we're finding um, our sensitivities, you know, it, there's a lot of like for me, I can remember thinking there's just a lot of like stop bothering me, you know, kind of like this is coming in and this is coming in and this is coming in. And if we take that and apply it to what our life lessons are, that's not going to help us, right? So it's like instead if we find that we start that transformation journey and start to get to be at peace with it, 
with like transformation is going to happen. So you can mm-hmm. either say, stop bothering me, or you can say, okay, what's this transformation going to look like? You know, and then mm-hmm. and flow with it in a more graceful way. And I think part of that is that journey of like just learning that it's not bothering you when this stuff comes up. It's knocking at the door saying, you brought this in, it's time for you to deal with it. <laughs> well, and also it might be something that is still a gold nugget that wants to be um, discovered, you know. And if you if you look at it, um, these experiences that we have in the past, um, and it doesn't matter if it's good or bad, if our subconscious utilizes these experiences, the more powerful they have been, the more significantly they can lead us in in um, in a compass or direction that our subconscious wants or our conscious, deeper conscious wants to direct us. And the more we get into a place where we have experiences that were tremendous, um, painful, for example. So just think about when um, our our conscious subconscious wants to bring up a intuitive reminder or a message for us. It will trigger that experience. So, for example, when you turn into a, a street where there is abuse happening on the street, then you're gonna feel that because it can go back in your experience, trigger memory, and say, "Look, in that street, something like that is happening." And you're wondering, like, why is that still coming up? I worked so many years on it, right? And Mm -hmm. your intuition just uses that as giving you an information how you maybe can support the people living in the street or you can stop by in front of that house and you can just hold there for a moment and just see if you infuse healing energy into that area. But that's not how we always think. We just think, well, why why the heck do I have to feel that bad emotion? Ah, go deeper, yes, and find out. Well, that sounds like a good time to, um, let's take a short break and come back and dive deeper into this. Thank you, Atana.
All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back. So, Tana, you were talking about, like, utilizing these um, opportunities, right? When when yeah. something that's in our past or our subconscious that is uh, something that we're working on healing, that uh-huh. we can also recognize that and support others in healing that in all areas. And, um, Saber, did you have something you wanted to bring in on that? Yes. Uh, before I go on air, and it can happen days or hours or seconds before I go on air, my angelic team, and, and I'd also like to say your angel team, your, um, the angels that work and help you and, and, and fly over you, whatever you want to call it, uh, you're in there too. So it's almost like you're praying to yourself uh, in other dimensions and in, in dimensions that you have already ascended to. So if you don't feel comfortable praying to angels, just think about talking to yourself and going to a level in yourself that is so deep and so vast and so wide that is godly or goddess-like because you are so ascended and big. So tapping into this, this is what I heard uh, before I got on air today, is that there is a, they called it a rip, ripple rainbow in time, and that there is a certain kind of tear in the fabric of time right now. And for the next couple of weeks, it's going to be extremely easy to facilitate healing in all aspects and time. So if you'd like to, we were talking about uh, before how if we had gone through traumatic situations or things that we're working on, right now it's so easy to send prayers, send energy, send healing to a, a moment in time that you feel that it was unjust or it was worrisome or scary or hurtful, whatever you want to call it. Um, but you can also tap into beautiful moments in time as well. So it's just a really awesome time, literally a rip, ripple rainbow in time to tap into prayer and meditation and to connect with you all over the universe in all space and time. And it's like putting prayer on steroids and helping you ascend and heal. And it's awesome, awesome, awesome. So um, try to work on that. Try to work on that and, and see this rainbow coming out of your, you can see it coming out of your heart. They were saying to combine the heart chakra with the throat, the throat chakra. Take those two together. And, um, and I'm not sure why they didn't say to use the third eye, but they said to use the throat and the heart chakra and send out a rainbow uh, into what you feel time looks like. And when I see time, I see it almost as like a, a conch shell or a circular kind of spiral that has no beginning or end. And I put that rainbow light into it, and I can see myself um, different times, different places. I'm a man. I'm a woman. I'm a child. I'm an adult. I'm a dog. I'm a wolf. I'm a tree. I'm a pebble, right? I see myself. I feel myself. And I send that rainbow light to all aspects of me 
in space and time. And it feels really good. So try that out um, because that is hot news off the press. Enjoy. I love it. Thank you, Saber. You're welcome. Natana? Yes, ma'am. What say you? I say rip the fabric of time. <laughs> Let the rainbows rain. <laughs> yeah, or stitch it back up. Stitch up that little tear in the fa- fabric of time. Or open it, use it, utilize it. Or just enjoy your life, you know, because you do want to be aware when these big cosmic events happening, but you also want to make sure you stay grounded and focused because they actually have an impact on our emotional well-being and on our stability and balance. And often when these bigger events taking place, it's not easy for us to stay grounded and centered. Atana, what's, what are some good crystals to help with that right now? I have my magnetite, um, the gray stone that's magnetic. Is that what it's called? Uh, I've been using that a hematite, lot. Hematite, yeah. Hematite, hematite excuse me. Yeah. Yes. Hematite is a great stone for that. Um, and also um, another stone that's really good for that is, um, of course, always tourmaline anything that activates the heart so that we can have that heart energy activated. And, um, you know, even going to the multidimensional stones like phenakite. Okay. What is is phenakite again? What does that look like? um, Phenakite is like a multidimensional stone that has has these amazing um, uh, uh, external terminations where it's almost has a um, uh, rectangular or square-like uh, completion and build-up. And it's, um, it looks like it's terminated. It has, like, um, com- completion. So it has, like, one, one um, baseline and then the next baseline built on top of it and then every fracture basically healed over as a little rectangle or square and it creates. It reminds you of the cube system, and of the um, of the of the different sacred ge- geometries that are uh, present in um, all of existence, specifically multidimensionally. Awesome. Yeah, it's so interesting. The hematite. Um, it just it just showed up. It just showed up. I mean, I'm telling you, the kids take this stuff. They buried in the ground. They put it in the toy box. Who knows where this stuff goes? And it literally was just on my floor when I woke up the other day. Um, and I knew, it's okay, I've got to ground myself. And I can't remember if you, it was you that suggested it, but putting a piece of the hematite in my socks at night while I sleep yeah. to help um, ground. And that was really great advice uh, that I've been kind of teaching others with because I have to say that a lot of people are experiencing um, that at nighttime they're going off astral traveling, doing their work, and then they're not fully grounding back in. And they're mm-hmm. spending the day completely spaced and tired and uh, overwhelmed. And um, Do you have any other suggestions for that type of thing when 
were going to bed to help ground? Yeah, there is a nice stone. It's called scolicite. Um, these are these are very powerful stones. They help you to decompress. Howlite is great. Um, Hypersteen, that's a black stone that has this, this beautiful sheen in it. And it helps you to decompress, you know, and to get to a place where you can really let go of the day and uh, where you are welcoming the night without having the fear of that you're missing out on something. And uh, often when you are having busy lives, it's like you, you want to make sure that you're not losing any time, so you're utilizing every minute of your day. And then you kind of like get to the place where you utilize um, you the sleep now to think you're doing something when you're just wasting your time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey, Carol, Carol, you said that you had some some stone family, uh, some crystals with you right now. Who's who's with you while you're doing the show? <laughs> I have I have an aquamarine. Which uh, supports with communication. I have a green tourmaline, and I have a beautiful um, angel stone and heart stone. I have an angel phantom quartz, and I have an Andara glass. That's uh, what's, what's an Andara glass? Uh, it's another multidimensionality stone. Atana, would you like to take that one? Oh, I leave you with that. You have the great explanation right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the Andara glass, um, it's an interesting stone in terms of like how they try to, um, you know, like determine the the mineral makeup of it. Yeah, and that that speaks to the multidimensionality of it because if I remember correctly, when they when they study it, it's it can change. Like one time they can think it's this this mineral makeup and another time it's like that mineral makeup. Yeah. And um, so it's beautiful because it uh, reminds us of just how vast we are. And, and um, but, you know, as I hold my pink and dark glass, I'm like I'm holding it, right? And it's beautiful. It helps me connect to my heart. So I feel like it, it anchors me in my heart while I expand out into as as much of my expansion as I can. That's I'm beautiful. Holding, like I'm holding. Oh, that's my beautifully, heart. yeah, beautifully ex- explained. And also the Andars, um, they live basically to seventy five percent in the, in the multidimensionality and the Andara glass that you see is basically 25% of the glass itself. So a lot of that um, Andara consciousness lives in the multidimensionality, and what we actually see is just 25% of its actual size. Oh, that's a beautiful reminder for us, right? Exactly. I guess that's what they're doing, is reminding us that our physical bodies are only a small portion of us. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you, Atana. You're beautiful. <laughs> I agree. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's take another short break, and um, we'll be back in a minute with more Let's Talk Healing.
healing. I'm Carol. We're here with Saver and the star of our show, Atana. Hello, you two. Hello, Hello. wonderful beings. So, what's new? What's new, Atana? Oh, you know, everything is new. Everything is happening. And I'm so happy that you asked me because what is new? It's like same old, same old, new transformation. <laughs> what does that mean? That that it's means me. that means we are asked to actually do what we always wanted to do. We all Ooh. we were just waiting for oh when is this actually happening because everybody is talking about this uh split of um duality where positive and and negative is splitting and where it's affecting the earth. And a couple of years back, it was being prophesied that, uh, oh, we're only going to live in, uh, in that uh, healing balance of oneness, and then some people are going to live in that duality of positive or negative. And then you just need to look at the politics, and you're like, oh, my God, it was true just on a whole different level than I thought. And there's like <laughs> some people that live on, on Fox and some live on NBC and some people just kind of live on these like separated realities. And it's actually happening. And I was like, wow, how true that was really when they were prophesizing it, that the duality that people going to be... And, and they actually said that the, the world is going to um, energetically or physically almost like separate into two different worlds. And it's so interesting how you see some people are living in that reality and some people live in that reality. And there's almost no reconciliation because they're like, no, they don't even want to listen. They don't even want to listen to the arguments of the other side. They're basically totally dismissing it. And it's so interesting that you can live in your own reality on this planet. It's just amazing. Yeah, everybody walking around in their own little bubbles, huh? Yeah. And it's it's like, it's so interesting to see how these big prophecies in the past, uh, when they are, you know, when I was saying like, you know, a lot of people is going to live like in, um, in separation and, uh, hey, it's happening. There's some people who are like totally ignorant, unaware of what's happening to 
humanity and uh, and that I feel totally okay with that. And, um, you know, at the same time, people have their choices and people can choose which reality they want to live in. It's it's pretty fascinating, actually, to see that. And how close that is to each other. It's amazing. It could be literally like one house to the other, and it can be totally the opposite belief system even. What is okay? I have no, no problems with it. But it's interesting when there's no attempt of the human interaction is being made because people just want to live in, in, in their belief system and they feel they have a right now to live in that belief system because they have been compromised for so many years. And now they get to a place where they actually say, you know what, I now deserve to be in my ignorance, you know, regardless if it's right or wrong, you know, or how other people see it. It's really interesting to, uh, to look at that. So kind of they, they get part of the idea that they are the co-creators of their lives, that they are creating their lives, but they, they can't quite get to the whole picture of it. Like they're going to create it in this realm of what they've been served, you know, what they've experienced so far. Well, I mean, they like, like you know, like the like if they're going to create their existence, they could create it differently. Yes, yes, and how they're creating it maybe is even right. Who, I mean, I'm not judging it as right or wrong. I'm just uh-huh. seeing, I'm just seeing how separated it is from the idea even to reconcile it with another uh, point of view. It's like it's either this point of view or that point of view. There's no middle anymore. In the past, at least you had like two opposing um, uh, facts, factions, and they at least tried to mingle in the middle somewhere to create a melting pot. But right now, it's like either it's this side or that side. There's no, there's no like reconciliation going on in the middle where I can say, hey, let's find like a kind of like a healthy middle that works for that side and that side, but it's now so radical either to this side or that side, it's hard to to reconcile that, you know? Very interesting to see. Exactly. Like, like, you, you know, I heard that um, there was this politician and he was talking about how even 20, 30 years ago, you, whether you were a Democrat or a Republican, you would go to work, you would do it out, but after, we'd go for drinks, right? We'd go to dinner. We would talk as gentlemen and gentle ladies and see each other for what we are, humans all in this together, and we'd meet with our hearts after work. And I'm saying it, we, it's so weird, I'm using the word we, uh, but they were doing that, and I feel that is where some of the answers lie, is that we need to go back to that is remembering that we're all in this together, that we've got to be honest, 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 honest uh, at all times because the truth comes out regardless. So we have to be honest with ourselves, honest with our fellow man, and be honest about what we need and and not to be disrespectful to one another. Um, but I would love, like I would just, 
I would love, wouldn't it be a great business if you could like go up to Washington and be like, all right, I'm Saber, I'm the party lady, and I'm going to get all the Republicans and Democrats to party together, and we're going to go out <laughs> and have fun, and let's dance, and let's get this under control, okay? And let's get this party started. Exactly. <laughs> like, I would love that job. Um, you know, hey, Republican, move your cookies to the left, to the right. There you go. And you Democrat, <laughs> let's put your hands in the air, wave them like you just don't care. Um, that would be <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes. Yes. That's that's true. And so it's very interesting to see how when that is being actually trying to be prevented, because energetically. Um, the more separated humanity becomes, the easier it is controllable. So it makes total sense for uh, uh, for um, forces to split up humanity. And humanity is what, when you say humanity, just think about the word humanity. It's like you're basically expecting some humanity from humans. And where is the humanity in um, in expressing words? that are painful, that are hurtful, you know? Yeah. It's very nobody interesting to, to see that. Nobody it, wants to be, like, nobody wants to be vulnerable and be in that space, right? It's, it's a sad thing because our children are, are watching uh, and they're being told once again that you're not allowed to be exactly who you are. You're not allowed to be vulnerable. You're not allowed to be truthful. You're not allowed to put your guard down. You have to put up this front to be part of this group or that group and to be validated and to be successful. Um, so, Carol, I didn't mean to cut you off there. What were you going to say? No, no, that's fine. Well, I was wondering, we were talking earlier about how we tend to hold on to things, right? 15, 20 years later, we're still working on something, you know, maybe it's because of our resentment of transforming or because it's, there's deeper stuff there for us. And I'm wondering if as more uh, support and more light comes on the planet, are people like gripping the, like this separation and duality with all they've got, <laughs> you know, like... Is it like that? You know, like, oh, no, let me stay separated. Yes. Well, of course, because there are so many experiences in the past where separation worked for a group of people, and these are techniques. These are, uh, these are think about the, the beginning of the century where propaganda was being used in different countries, and you know, I was born in Germany. I know firsthand um, in Germany how easily you can recognize propaganda. The Germans are really aware in the wake of this because they have been suffered. They have suffered that manipulation on the worst in the worst way you can, and they were basically convinced of something that is unimaginable, and they actually did the unimaginable. So they have been so severely abused that they recognize an abuser before the abuse actually happens. And so when they look at the media, they can recognize propaganda because they, have, they grew up with identifying what propaganda is so it never happens again. And other countries don't have that 
uh, uh, so much in in this century. I know every every um, country has some genocide in one way or the other in their history, and that's in itself a sad, um, uh, you know, legacy. But at the same time, it's so good when you can read in between the lines in how you recognize people want to make you feel when you're listening to their channel, when you're looking at their commercials, when you're looking at what their mission is. And, you know, even us, look, we are having this, this podcast or radio channel. We want you to feel a certain way. But at the same time, we give you choices. We're not saying, yeah, I feel this way, feel that way. At the end of the day, you're going to feel any way you want. Yeah. And that's, that's how we show the respect for the listener. Because yeah. you are a, an enlightened human being. You're part of the whole and you're part of our team. So you make your own decisions. You make your own choices in what you're doing and where you're going. But we are here whenever you come like, to an understanding that you want to be in the field of healing, that you want to go deeper into awakening your consciousness. And it doesn't matter where you see manipulation. You still can get the best out of it for yourself. You don't even have to agree to one or the other. But make your mind up and observe what is that going to make you feel. Is that going to make you feel separated, angry, or alone? Or is it going to create like a connection where you're going to single out other weaker components and going to feel stronger because you take the power from another group of people? So that, that's really a parasitic, aggressive behavior compared to supporting, loving, and healing. And it's, you know, we all have had situations where we have to live in certain ways and forms and have to protect ourselves. That's okay. At the same time, know where you want to be in your life, what legacy you want to leave behind for your children for all future, because karmically we're going to encounter these expressions that we left behind. And then we either have to clean up the mess or we can build on to the good deeds that we already created. Either way, I, I'm happy that we can make these choices. I'm happy that we can recognize what's happening. And even, even when a lot of people go into the media and they say, um, you know, to, to point out politics, that Donald Trump, for example, Donald Trump is a is a racist or has a racist behavior. It it is it was happening in this country for hundreds and hundreds of years. This is not something new. That was happening all the time. At least yeah. now it's in the open, mm-hmm. and at least now we can deal with it. So, in my eyes, this guy is probably one of the greatest healers ever. Because he brings all this crap out to the surface, and now we have to deal with it. So that is a very, uh, very powerful way of starting healing because it's not concealed anymore. And when it's concealed, it's harder to work on because it's subconscious, and you can't really reach it. When it's out in the open, you have to deal with it. And it was there all the time. Remember when a lot of people said... Uh, let their guards down when Obama was elected and they said, 
oh my God, we finally achieved it, and everybody was like, hallelujah. And then the next thing that happened is like, Donald Trump, what just happened? Everybody is like, what, what is wrong? And not understanding that we made such an extreme step forward that we have to fill in the intermediate steps where we actually have to allow the country and the different uh, levels and dimensions of the society to apply themselves to who they are to actually their progress. That was all hidden because nobody really was even considering that that even exists anymore, right? Everybody like was like in dreamland. And now at least it's, it's there and it shows like everybody has it, more or less. That's the funniest thing. It's like even the minorities have actually racist tendencies. That's like the most hilarious thing ever. And you see how Koreans don't like Japanese. Chinese don't like uh, Koreans or Thailand, uh, people from Thailand. It's like, it's insane how much racism is on the planet. And I know, so I learned, the, sorry, Tara, I learned our favorite, uh, our favorite Asian restaurant is uh, right up the street. And uh, we went there for dinner the other night and there's, they're, they're immigrants. They, I mean, they even have accents still. Uh, uh-huh. And, I mean, we love these people. They're amazing, 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 amazing chefs, but also women. They're awesome. And um, we walk in, and there's this Trump, uh, the Trump 2020, is that what, what's out there? It's the, they're selling hats and shirts. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is happening here? These wonderful ladies are immigrants. They're first generation immigrants and they're saying that they they want more of this and um jared and i we were like i don't know if we can come here anymore and (laughs) we sat down (laughs) and we sat down and we're like no we like that that ginger dressing too much no we gotta stay but um we uh, know the ginger dressing you can't escape it yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah. it's like my first addiction so we sat down and talked to the boys and we just said we're going to support people with all views and this is going to be one of our tests that we're going to accept as they accept us and they welcome us into the restaurant we're going to welcome them and we're not going to judge and we're not going to hate and we're not going to send prejudice against them because it's just another form of what we're trying to heal mm-hmm. um and you know jared he was like oh i don't know um but it's it's definitely uh, an interesting phenomenon i have a friend who literally um came from mexico i mean she did that whole route uh from mexico up through texas like through the mountains like it's just it's a heroic a, a tale or account uh, almost 20 years ago, and she was telling me that a lot of the um, Mexican-American people that are here, that they've been here for several years, uh, even if they're not citizens, they're almost putting their nose up at the new Mexicans that are coming from Mexico, that it's almost like um, I heard one of the late-night talk show hosts say it was like, you wait online there's this long line for a roller coaster and then you get up to the front of the line and you ride the line and then you say, up, I rode the roller coaster. No one else is allowed to ride it anymore. And I'm like, Hmm, that's an interesting way to look at this because I just succeeded or I experienced something that no one else is allowed to anymore. 
And so it just blew my mind that here I am trying to fight for uh, these rights for these citizens or these illegal citizens that are coming in or trying to, because uh, my family has uh, helped many um, people become citizens in New Jersey. Um, and um, because my father is a, a contractor, he's a builder. And so Mexican-Americans have helped my family succeed in America, you know. So I'm, like, fighting for this. Uh, and it was just so amazing that, to see the Mexicans that live here, they don't want new Mexicans coming, right? And I'm just like, I don't, I'm just so confused, you know. Uh, That's and hilarious. That's hilarious. Beautiful, beautiful, like, God, yeah. godly people, you know. Well, and because I, they make them look bad. They, they just think... Oh, look, if they come now and they're bringing a focus on me, my love is so thin that I cannot extend my love out to them. So I have to basically extend my discord out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's the sad part, though. And you're right, Atana. You know, Trump is like a... It's almost like he's ripping off the Band-Aid and... Nobody mm-hmm. wants to see what's festering under there. Nobody wants to experience the pain of that thing when it's being ripped off. And I believe that's kind of, you know, what we're feeling right now in all space and time. But there's so got to be a... You, you're saying we're being ripped off by Trump? Um, <laughs> I'm saying that... I'm saying that, you know, I had a moment one day when I actually connected with him and his energy... Yeah. And all I felt was sadness and um, no self-esteem, just lonely. And my heart was like, I'm supposed to, like, be mad at you, but I feel really bad for you, and I'm going to just stay in that zone and try to help you because we're, you're not ever going to get to someone. As China was saying before, it was, like, either black or white. You cannot, it's either right or wrong. There's either this way or that way. There's no in-between. And you're never going to get to somebody who is like that with with yelling at them or without grace, okay, yeah. bringing that word back in, without <laughs> grace, um, because that is just like a, a wall, you know. Like I remember one time my mom um, and my mother, my parents are strict Republicans and um, like strict. And I had, and going going to the mindset, I said, you know, Mom, we were talking about coffee, and I said, the coffee you're drinking doesn't have as much caffeine as the, the lighter roast. And she said, no, I'm drinking the dark roast because it's got more caffeine in it, more caffeine. And I literally, we went and looked it up, you know, and it was, like, scientifically proven that the lighter roast or something has more caffeine, this and that. And um, my husband and I were explaining it to her. And she just, because she's been doing that for so long, right, she just didn't want to be wrong, you know. And even though you were bringing, like, scientific information to her, she just didn't want to see it that way, you know. Oh, my goodness. What a great Republican. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like, whoa, you know, trying to love my mother in this, you know, this state she's in. And it's, it's not easy, you know. It's not easy. But... Again, bringing that grace in and, and always going back to that um, yes. has really helped me big time. So thank you, well, Atana. And, and you are so welcome. At the end of the day, we're all human beings, and at, at least partially, some are hybrids, some are extraterrestrials. <laughs> um, <you know. laughs> 
it's okay. At the end of the at the end of the day, we are beings. How about that? And yeah. so we can at least agree on participating all in this beautiful dance of oneness and having this amazing journey that we're participating on. And it's it's amazing. It's amazing that we can can share and that we have these beautiful moments of grace, of love and healing. And we can truly share these, you know. Thank you, Atana. That is beautiful. We are almost out of time. And I'm wondering if you have any closing ideas for us. Yes, 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 yes. First of all, appreciate the diversity. Appreciate the craziness that's happening. Um, I don't know if you have to take it too serious, but you still want to do your healing work. You still want to bring healing into all of the processes. I'll tell you something. When you look at the world at this moment, you know healing is needed and required. So don't stop bringing that healing in. It's really appreciated and needed. Um, don't take it too serious, though. At the end of the day, everything is illusion. And give yourself a moment where you enjoy the sun. Go out into the sun. Go out in, into nature. Enjoy your life. Do more healing work. Eat good food. Say hi to Saber and Carol often and Atana. And just be a good human being. Yay! <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you, Atana. You're and, um, if you want to, uh, like I said at the beginning of the program, if you look up atanamethod.com, A-T-A-A-N-A method.com, you can find all that Atana has to offer for us. And um, thank you for listening. Do you want to send us out, Atana? He's already back to work. He may be back to work. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah, listeners. I'm back to work. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon, everybody. We're, Love we're you. We're saying goodbye to our wonderful listeners. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. I love you. Goodbye, everyone. We'll we'll uh, talk again next week. Bye.